Easy G's will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Good. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are going to talk about TV commercials tonight. Good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. All right, I see a lot of head nods. Let's circle back tomorrow. My name is Andrew Walsh, here with Genevieve Has. Hello, Genevieve Has. Hello. Thanks for putting the show together today. What do we got on the menu? Well, there is an ad that's just stayed with me kind of all my life, ever since I saw it when I was a kid. Um, And it was where a bunch of women played basketball in high heels. And I was interested in ads that take this approach, that try to put A sexy approach? A sexy, dangerous approach. No, ads that try to put their their product through like an extreme amount of stress Mm -hmm. or tests. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it's actually, there's quite a few of them, so we'll get into that. All right, sounds good. Also, um, I see we have a couple of jingles from the ad council that we're going to play, but... Is it too early to say this, that you also, you have something in the queue? I've never been so (laughs) looking forward to next week's show. I guess we shouldn't be promoting next week now, but you put something in the show sheet that says the most special jingle of all time is coming up, but it's it's not going to be today. I wanted to give it plenty of room to breathe because it's amazing. Wow. But this week we have some excellent jingles as well. That's Yeah, I hope that doesn't undermine today's jingles. Yeah, I don't want to like uh make our current our this week's jingle singers feel bad they're great um and also i am excited to tell you about a car maker that really messed with the wrong youth or- orchestra <laughs> that messed with the wrong youth orchestra yeah. all right i'm looking forward to that but first let's start with these stress test commercials I remember reading a blog post. I think I said this the last time we played this this song on the show, or some show. Um, But it really sticks with me. This video is a very iconic video, the Elton John video. And I read a blog post about it that was very thoughtful. Um, And I think the whole purpose of the blog was it looks at... Uh, music videos through a gay lens. Mm-hmm. Did we already have this conversation? We've definitely had this conversation. I can't remember if it was on air or not. Yeah. But this video is amazing. It's just, it's a great video, the full stop. The colors are amazing. and it's, uh, It all takes place on a beach or in like a seaside yeah. a resort kind of town. And the costumes are absolutely incredible. And it is extremely gay. It is extremely gay, but the point of this article was it wasn't gay enough or that it sold out a little bit because there are still, even though you have like these, you know, beautiful men who are in like body paint and very little else. And you have all that iconography. There's still these moments where like, Sexy ladies come up, and then the guys do this sort of dance with them, where they go behind the curtain, and it looks like they're yeah. humping, and it's kind of like I mean, they it's still. A real, it's yeah. a, I'm not saying that the author of that article was wrong, or that, yeah. that things that concessions weren't made to a heteronormative standard, but also it's just a horny video. It is generally a horny I mean, video, but I think that everybody horny. My guess is that I'm. I'm I assume that the person who keeps this blog, who looks at these things through that lens, is a gay man himself and sort of felt like, wow, they came so close to to nailing it. And then kind of still, though, a lot of people came very close to nailing it in that video (laughs) is really accurate. (laughs) All right, do the show. All right. Well, I said at the top that there's this ad that has stayed with me. And I think for women of my age, I bet they knew exactly what I was talking about when I when I teed this up. There was a brand of uh, high heels or pumps, as they were known as, and as was the parlance of the time. Whoa, wait, I thought a pump was different than a high heel. No, I thought a high heel is like a high heel and a pump is more of a mid heel or like lower to the ground. I thought it was more like a, a, a safer bet. As far as, no, a pump and a heel are the same thing? As far as I know. I mean, that's why huh. the phrase fuck me pumps, you know, doesn't refer to some sort of mid-heel. Huh, okay. Sorry, language, All I right, guess. Yeah. Um, 
No, as far as I know, I mean, you know, fashion, more fashion knowledgeable people may be able to correct me, but mm -hmm. as I understand it, a pump and a high heel are functionally synonymous. Well, I've never worn either, so you would know better than me. Well, back in the 80s, there was this brand of high heel, and, and keep in mind, this was the era when we had a lot of the, the image of a woman going to work in her power suit, but dressing down, you know, in mm -hmm. her into her sneakers to do the, the commute. Classic, yes. Was very classic. And I think this brand, Easy Spirit, had this idea that they were going to like, you know, split the difference somehow or like, you know, best of both worlds it for women. Uh -huh. So they create this shoe, this high heel that they they had. this. The tagline was looks like a pump, feels like a sneaker. And I've never worn one. I would s super love if somebody ever wore Easy Spirit uh, high heels and if they could tell me that whether or not it was actually that comfortable. But their whole ad campaign was based around this idea. It looks like a pump, feels like a sneaker. And they had all these women in the first ad, like women from all kind of walks of life, including a nun uh, in, in one of them, like running around the city in their high heels, super comfortable. And then there's like a very brief part of that first ad in which a group of women, basketball players, mm. presumably, play basketball in these high heels and then that was such a compelling image that they made a whole separate ad that's just them hmm. playing like basketball on a court in high heels and it looks so dangerous <laughs> for like, the floor i don't care yeah well it's certainly <laughs> certainly some groundskeeper somewhere was like god damn it but like even if they were the most comfortable shoes on earth you're still up on a stilt you know, that's a broken ankle waiting mm -hmm. to happen. I don't care how comfortable they are, but it was a very compelling image. Um, and so I'm going to have you play this ad. I I think that there's enough voiceover to kind of give you the idea. But basically, it's just like lots of different angles and close-ups on uh, women wearing basketball, you know, shorts and jerseys. And then these purple high... One team is purple high heels and one team is uh, a gold high heels. You know what's interesting? This whole time I was picturing them having the whole business ensemble on. I was picturing like... <laughs> I did. I was picturing. Like, first of all, when you mentioned like the 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 like the kind of like um, my roommate Jessica who broke her ankle yeah. trying to play basketball in a skirt at midnight. I re yeah, we were. I I remember that party. We were very drunk. I did not go to play the basketball, but I remember you guys like kind of. Or maybe you didn't go either. Were I didn't go either. But then they that the part of the party that left to go to some neighborhood park to go play basketball came like tumbling back home at like three in the morning, and Jessica couldn't walk, and yeah. I think she might have. Like, just spent the night on the kitchen floor. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hi, Jessica. Fun times. Um, so, but no, these are these are folks who are actually dressed in basketball uniforms, except for the shoes. And according to YouTube, this is a 1991 commercial. The Easy Spirit Color Playoffs. Purple versus Metallic. The one and only Easy Spirit Shock Locker Pump. There really is a sneaker inside these little pumps. You can walk in style. And then the game's over, and they do put on their business suits. Uh, um, I, I will say that they are sort of playing basketball, but they're not, like... They're keeping it very low and slow. Yeah, right? does anybody even take a shot in this? I see a they lot just of do dribbling. A, they do a little bit of dribbling. There's a little bit of guarding. I also think that the women who walk out in the business suits later are not Probably. actually represented on the floor. I think those are mod. I think you're right. They got they got actual basketball players to shoot the action scenes. Nobody ever takes a shot in this, by the way. Um, and then I think they get models to walk out at the end. And they just look like they are sort of barely playing basketball as they're playing as carefully as they can while they are understandably in ankle breaking shoes. There are some confused horny people in the, sub <laughs> in the uh, comments of this YouTube video. Somebody named Keith Evers says, if you think I'm going to let this out of my sight, you're crazy, which again, horny but confused. Ben Bourne says there's got to be something sexy about this commercial. <laughs> he's I mean, he's going to find it. I, I'm going to find it. He's got to find it. Uh, then you do have the King of Plush saying this sounds like nightmare fuel. Anyway. Um, yeah. And I'm still trying to figure out if there's a difference between a pump and a heel. Why wouldn't I just let that go? Why wouldn't I did find one thing that said that a that a pump is a lower heel is a flat or a lower heel. But you're saying that's not right. 
I mean, uh, like, I would check your source on that. Yeah, it was. Do you know what the source was? Please tell me. This is me. why I wasn't going to raise it. It was the difference between dot net uh-huh. because I had typed in what is the difference. Yeah, it, that feels like to a hammer, you know, everything's yeah, a nail. I think so. It is a good way of getting clicks. Uh, okay, what's up next? All right, this next one is more modern. It's currently uh, airing, and I'm seeing it in various social platforms that I'm on and things like that in streaming platforms. This is for a brand of of sheer tights or basically stockings called sheer techs. Mm-hmm. And over the years, there have been a number of brands of stockings and pantyhose and what have you that claim to be kind of indestructible, like stick a fork through it, it doesn't rip. Mm-hmm. And that is a frustration. If, if I ever wear pantyhose ever, which I never plan to do again in my life, um, like I would be interested in a brand that wouldn't run or ladder or whatever. Um, but I would never, I just, I think I'm done with that part of my life, those chapters of my life. But uh, for women who are not, uh, this sheer text brand is like the newest one that's like claims to be built to be indestructible. So you have a very cute young woman here um, telling you about how strong these sheer texts are. And she says, if you want to know how strong they are, they can do this. And what she does is she bungee jumps out of a building mm. using sheer text no. stockings. And it it says do not attempt professional stunt person or whatever, but it also claims to be really sheer text stockings, which does not seem safe. I don't safe. believe that. Yeah, let's take a listen to this. My sheer text tights never let me down unless you count this. And she jumps. Yeah, that's real sheer text. If you work hard to hold it all together, you shouldn't have to worry about your tights falling apart. I only wear sheer text. The world's toughest sheer tights. Guaranteed. Sheer text can withstand victory dances, jagged jewelry, snaggy nails, and claws. Like animal claws. For unstoppable tights that won't slow you down, get your own sheer text at sheertext.com. I like she's wearing um, when she kind of jumps off the building and then starts walking towards the camera. I like the look. She's got the tights on and a skirt and then the Doc Martens. Yeah, I don't know if that's starting real... to fade away, but I love the Doc Martens phase. She's got a good look and, and she's very cute. And I think she's a good spokesperson. I would like to know more about this uh, bungee jumping stunt. Yeah, I don't I'd like think... to see the behind the music on that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would be even legal to let somebody do that on set. <laughs> The editing is very tricksy with how mm-hmm. like what they're showing. They do they freeze frame it and they say really sheer text material, but like if you get enough of anything, it's safe to jump with it. Yeah, know? I suppose so. And you're right. The and she says, "Yep, that is real sheer text." And so I don't know the actual laws about claims like but that. But I bet you it wouldn't shock me. I mean, tights are pretty strong. Sure. Even a pair of normal tights, I think, could probably suspend a person you know, from a mm-hmm. from a monkey bar or something. I wonder if anybody's ever made a pantyhose commercial that somehow invokes the idea that pantyhose are also used to rob banks. Oh, that's a good idea. Son, I don't know how to. Turn, you got a panty yeah, on your I don't head. know how to turn that into a. I don't know how to turn that into a pitch well, there for is, people who wear pantyhose. I can't think of one that involved that was as a pitch for pantyhose, but I can think of that Snickers ad where the guy. It was told to wear a stocking on his head to rob an armored car, but he wears a fishnet stocking because he hadn't right. had his Snickers and somebody recognizes him. His his like neighbor his or teacher or, or old teacher. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So this next one is um is for is also running currently. I think I found it on iSpot at any rate. Um, it's for something called Life Proof Carpet, and you know if they're naming it Life Proof, mm-hmm. they feel like they have something to proof. <laughs> um, and this is called the 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 name of this one is Extreme Test, and they say they installed their life proof carpet, which by the way is hideous. It looks so mm. institutional. Is it like that? It's like you would see it in an office. Yes. or something. Yeah. I mean, it is the kind of carpet that I fully believe their claims that it like is kind of indestructible. Oh, I see. But it's being advertised for the home. No, it's, this it looks like this takes place in a. Do- oh, a lot of it takes place in like a doggy. Why don't you let me place. tell you what happens rather right. than trying to guess from a few screenshots? <laughs> they ins- as a, as their extreme test, they install it in like a doggy daycare uh-huh. situation, and then they show all of the indignities it suffers. <laughs> uh, the dogs running all over it, the splashing water. They don't show any like dog messes, but I mean, I feel like that's implied. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, they show the the doggy daycare person cleaning it up with the vacuum, and it seems to just fully recover. And their pitch is, well, if it can do this in a doggy daycare center, 
why wouldn't you put it in your home? And my right. answer would be because it looks like the kind of <laughs> carpet that you would find in a doggy daycare center. To show how durable LifeProof with PetProof technology carpet is, we could show a cute dog playing on Oh my gosh, this music. Luke has been obsessed. It's the Home Depot music. It's the Home Depot music. Because this is a Home Depot, I think, proprietary brand. Oh, I see. I was going to say, and that's been haunting me lately. (laughs) I can't talk about anything without Luke playing the the Home Depot music underneath me on TBTL. To show how durable LifeProof with PetProof technology carpet is, we could show a cute dog playing on it, or we could install it at this doggy daycare and put it to the extreme test by letting dogs do what dogs do. LifeProof with PetProof technology carpet delivers built-in stain and soil protection that never wears off no matter how many dogs try to wear it out if it can perform here it can perform here life proof with pet proof technology uh, available only at the home depot the shot of the woman cleaning up at the doggy daycare at the end of the day and she's got like a vacuum that's picking up the hair and is making those perfect lines that is the most satisfying shot we've ever seen yeah there's a whole subreddit right for um uh we have power uh, pa- washing. It's, it's basically power yeah, washing. Yeah, 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 power washing porn. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that happened exactly how I said it happened. <laughs> I told you what was going to happen in you that commercial. You did. You, you, you figured it out. Uh-huh. Um, okay, I'm going to tell you what happens in this next commercial. It's for a product called Febreze, and it's yep. called Blindfold. And without clicking on it, I'm going to tell you what happens. All right. Okay. Can I actually do this? Can I take a stab at yeah, this? Yeah, take a stab. I, I wonder I mean, it if was, I've seen it was this in wi- It was in wide circulation. So if you haven't seen it, I'd be Is surprised. Is this the one where... I don't know why I decided to do the show this way. Um, I did no homework, but I'm just going to steal the mic. Sounds like a real guy thing to do it does i mean i think that was a sort of that was a move i would sometimes pull in um you know a class where you know participation counts or you know you want to seem like you read the material so you try to find the you try to find one Mm -hmm. thing to say that's germane and then you sort of like then you can sort of get a pass on the rest of it like the part where they say it truly was <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. Redemption. So Febreze Blindfold, if I recall, this was a campaign where you had people in really stinky situations, but they were blindfolded um, and they didn't realize they were in a stinky situation. Like you had a woman, I think, on a terrible, disgusting couch in one of these where maybe it was at like a um, college dorm it was, couch or something. I think there were a number of these. You basically got it right. They they do that thing where they quote unquote pull people off the street and mm-hmm. blindfold them and... which you know I do that thing too sometimes yeah. <laughs> people are not amused yeah it's like something that serial killers and marketers do it's like in that if you have a Venn diagram yeah, yeah, it's just where the two circles it would be kiss. Uh, have strangers be blindfolded yes um, so the the people that they get they take them to they they blindfold them they put them in a room that they have clearly to the viewer made to look stinky. But here's the problem with that. You cannot communicate smells through the television screen. So to make it look stinky, they do show dogs and stuff getting Mm -hmm. on this couch and whatnot, but they've also made it look like, no joke, this is a place to be murdered. And it's like a place can be stinky, without being a place that looks like it's going to be murdered. But my theory is they couldn't really make it that stinky. Like, they couldn't put, like, old pizza mm-hmm. and, um, you know, like, old food or anything like that or dying flowers because that really cannot be covered up by Febreze. So they just had to make it oh, this is disgusting. look as here. disgusting as possible. So it's not a dorm so couch, so but it is a couch. And it looks like it's in a, a murder basement. Yes, it does. And it's all torn up, and you see a dog rolling all over it before they're let in. But I mean, it's this such is a the... trick. Like, it's not... Just because a place is dark and yeah. gross-looking has no bearing on whether it actually is stinky. Yeah, no, that is true. And and also, you just associate their product now with this death that chamber. That, too. It really does yeah. look scary. Yeah, it really does. You want to take a listen to this? So the, it actually does start on the street with them talking to people on the street and then also, I guess, prepping this murder room. Yes. asked real people if they'd help us with an experiment for Febreze Fabric Refresher. They agreed. Relax. Take some nice deep breaths. What do you smell? Lilac. Clean. There's something that's really fresh. A little bit beachy. Like children's blankets. It smells like home. Okay, take your blindfolds off. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm gonna be murdered is what they're thinking. Hello? Yeah. And now new and improved. They really are. And they're sitting on a on a dirty ass looking couch too. Just because it doesn't stink doesn't mean that it's not like exactly. Gross. And also like who sits on a couch like that and can't tell that it's like totally busted out. Yeah. This whole thing. I mean, I don't even know that I believe any of this. Yeah. But it really is a a cheap trick to pretend that just because something is grungy that it has a particular mm-hmm. smell. And then should I hit, should we finish off? Is this where they have to start uh, figuring out puzzles before they they're allowed to be let go? Yeah, before they could where they have to <laughs> can get their the handcuff off of their yeah. wrists. I've never seen saw. I just took uh, a swing on that one. It's yeah, I knew what you I knew yeah. where you're going. It did have a real saw feel. <laughs> it really did. This next one is a classic. I helped you track this one. Thank down you, today. by the yeah. way. This one was like I had I remembered seeing it. It's for Castrol engine oil. But I couldn't remember the name, the brand name of the engine oil. Mm-hmm. I just knew like what had hap- what happened in it, which is they fill a room full of uh, like a factory floor full of engines that are just car engines sitting out by themselves with different with were with with oil. One of them they fill with castrol, then they drain them all out and they start the engines and they wait to see which one lasts longest. And of course, it's castrol. That's you know, interesting. So I also, running an engine dry without oil, but it had had castrol yeah, so in just, there, so it had a little bit of an edge just to run enough, longer. Just enough in the machinery parts to keep it running for longer. Okay. To tell you how viscous or, you know, strong or whatever castrol is. I watched this commercial, and then I started really giving it the Zapruder treatment because I was like, God, is there, there's like 10 people, people in white coats walking around doing this science, I guess. Not a woman or person of color among oh, them. Oh, yeah. This is couldn't from... Find, couldn't cast one non-white dude as a an engine scientist? Yeah. I think this was from like 1990 or 1991, maybe, according yeah. to something that I saw it's earlier. It's frustrating. And I don't know... I'm going to say this. I'm going to be wrong about this. Email me if I'm wrong. But I don't know if there were women or people of color <laughs> before 1993. Oh, yeah. At all. I'm not sure. If you watch TV, you'd really have to wonder. Yeah, exactly. You want me to hit play on this? Yeah. One of these engines was filled with Castrol Syntec, a synthetic oil, the rest with conventional oils. They were then drained and started without oil to prove a point. You see, Syntec has a unique molecular structure that bonds to engine parts. Lab tests show it leaves a layer of protection far stronger than conventional oil. All there, one by one, all of the Syntec engines are seizing. This well now. Imagine if you leave it in. Castrol Syntec protects in ways other oils can't. Yeah, I had seen that commercial a million times as a kid, but I had totally forgotten about it until you it were asking about me. it today. Yeah, I mean, it's. I understand why. I mean, it's very evocative. First of all. You do have a bunch of like it is it is astounding like well it's science and cars Genevieve who yeah. else do you think is going to be in this room um, but then also like you have the fan blades like whirring away and again it's 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 interestingly shot it's yeah. actually well directed it's they well show directed. them all pouring the oil at the same time it's it's um, it's really it, it satisfying you, and you also are just like stay away from the blades <laughs> like it really looks that's like why I gotta have scientists and ex- men scientists exactly otherwise you lose uh, a finger but um, yeah no that's a that's a that's a really that's a really compelling commercial i didn't know yeah i mean you're not trying to sell oil based on running out of oil but i guess it's just saying it's, it is longest lasting and like the effects of it on the yeah. while i was looking for this one i found some other interesting oil commercials maybe also castrol from around the same time of just like we put oil in this engine in a laboratory and they always love laboratories oh, they we love a laboratory ran it for five hours and then we took it apart to see what we could see and what did we see nothing and they show all these just beautiful engine parts that don't have a bit of wear on them or black grease or anything right just just like new um so this is another this next one is um for the electrolux vacuum Mm -hmm. this also is one that i remembered from being a kid Um, i feel like there have been a number of vacuum commercials over the years where they try to subject the vacuums to like doing kind of crazy stunts Mm. you know like i remember one and i didn't i couldn't find this one but it was like showed it picking up a paper clip and then a marble and then a you know 
a softball and then like sort of like went up the yeah, up a chain of like remember that. large things to a bowling ball eventually right well that's what this one does and, oh, okay. and this is electrolux they're gonna tell you exactly what they're doing but then i gotta drop some science on you um which i did take from a youtube commenter named blue penguin <laughs> but i think it sounds right because there was something very tricksy about what they said about how they con- how they conducted this particular experiment do you think blue penguin is a white man in a, in a white lab coat <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. All right, Possibly. so you want to hear this Electrolux one then? Yeah. All right, let's start here. Exactly how powerful is the Electrolux intensity? Watch as we place five 16-pound bowling balls into this airtight tube. Okay, wow. You're dropping the bowling balls in. To a clear tube. Now watch as we create an airtight seal and turn on the intensity. The new intensity from Electrolux. If it can lift 80 pounds of bowling balls off the ground, it can certainly lift the dirt off your floor. So all five bowling balls go kind of being sucked up the chute. They stay there for a while, then they turn turn off the vacuum cleaner and they slowly come back down. The powerful, all new intensity. Only from Electrolux. By the way, do these two scientists, one of whom is a black guy, one of whom is a white guy, remind you of um, <laughs> the Better Off Ted? <laughs> I started scientists? laughing because I knew I, I wasn't thinking that until they you really said make that. me think of it. There's something about mustache the, and glasses. Mustache and glasses. The like the kooky... they cross their arms and watch it, and, <laughs> and they watch their experiment. But it looks like there's something underneath these bowling balls that is pushing them up or something. Yeah. Too. So the whole thing I think is kind of bunk because. It does sort of look like there's a platform that's rising up underneath the the balls, but even more than that, I you notice that they said several times airtight chamber, mm-hmm. in which meaning they created a vacuum, like a literal vacuum oh, inside yeah. the the chamber. And Blue Penguin says, "Not impressive at all. In fact, rather weak from how fast it lifted the bowling balls." By calculation, and you are going to need to get some pen and paper out for this. By calculation, a bowling ball is four point four inches in radius. That gives a vacuum area of about 60.8 square inches. Air pressure at sea level is 14.7 PSI. Obviously, we all know all that. So in full vacuum, a total of 894 pounds can be lifted by 60.8 square inches of suction. So five bowling balls equals only 80 pounds. That's less than 10% of of what what could be lifted uh, in a vacuum by that much suction. So, so just about words, any it, vacuum cleaner could do it. So in other words, it. it's the device, it's the tube itself that is doing the it's heavy lifting It's the conditions of the experiment. Vacuum, oh, that's interesting. things in vacuum behave differently, in other words. And also, like, based on the, like, a smaller, a denser object that's smaller and has less surface area might behave differently. I'm writing to Blue Penguin right now, seeing if they know the difference between pumps and heels. Just give me one <laughs> second here. While I do that, um, what's up next? Well, you know Flex Seal. We all know yeah, Flex Seal. Flex Seal, I don't want to, I guess I don't want to give it away, but I will if I'm right. Is this the one where they like they put a screen on the bottom of a boat? You nailed and, it, okay, sir. Is that, is that this That's ad? That's this one. I feel That's like this... the one that really stands out to me, although Flex yeah. Seal has done a number of crazy stunts with their various uh-huh. products. Did, did you and Jessica, the one we were just talking about, who broke her, broke her ankle while playing basketball while drunk after a party, possibly in heels? Um, didn't you and her like? Didn't didn't you guys both really go in for this Flex Seal commercial? Like, didn't you get excited when it would come on the TV? Yeah, because it was something? a it was a very interesting story. <laughs> I like the Flex Seal ad, and then they made this one other ad that I think maybe was Flex Seal tape, or maybe it was just like a different kind of infomercial product where they taped a whole like car together and then drove it around the desert. Oh, I don't remember that. And then I think drove it off a cliff. Anyway, Flex Seal uh, is a whole family of products that's basically like rubber in a can or rubber in a a bottle. We actually tried to use some on a product that we had a problem with. Uh, We had that, we had like a, this like mattress cover that is like has veins uh, of water in it and you can turn on the a machine that makes the water warm or cold our eight sleep our eight sleep system and then we let our i could make my side warm my side of the bed warm your side cold yes. because no compromise no compromise as yeah listen to last week's show um but we unfortunately let the cat get on it uh when it was not covered with a blanket and her her claws punctured one of the mm-hmm. little veins the little yeah. water veins and so we got a Flex Seal product from, I think it's Flex Seal, 
it's, it's that kind of product mm-hmm. anyway. They're supposed to be waterproof, and we like got in there. We tried to like patch up the hole. It was very challenging. It was really hard though to get inside this. This. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if it was the. Pro- it certainly didn't work. So it didn't anyway. work. In this case, I don't know that I blame the product. I'm though. not sure. I think that there was a. I think that was a tough. It was a tough situation to even find the place. Yeah, where I mean, it wasn't like we just had a boat with a giant hole in it that needed a screen no. door to be glued onto it. It's almost like they were watching uh, Back to the Future and they heard Biff say, "You're about as what, what is the expression that doesn't it's Biff funny as say- a screen door on a battleship." Yeah, but yes, the real expression right. is screen door on a submarine. <laughs> exactly. There's always when I see this commercial, I think of <laughs> Biff. Screen door on a to show you the amazing sealing power Flex Seal, we replaced the bottom of this boat with the screen door. We covered it in Flex Seal. After a day on the water, not only does it stay afloat, but the inside is completely dry. <laughs> and when you want to use the strength of Flex Seal on surfaces that are light, nothing works better than Flex Seal. After this, it's just a lot of like uh, pitching the white, the new white version so of, of Flex Seal. I'm still loving it though because it does come in a spray can. We were using like a tube of it, but I love a spray can. You can oh, really. Oh, they make it in every whoa, kind whoa, whoa, of. Whoa, 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 We're skipping over a huge part here. Talk about stress testing. Is this man? Um, he is not claiming that he's standing on the Hoover Dam, but he says that Flex Seal is the Hoover Dam of seals. Easy to paint over. This light coating holds back water, a lot of water. It's like the Hoover Dam in a can. So you're telling me, Genevieve, that the Hoover Dam is sealed with Flex Seal? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm telling you. And it was you. made mostly from Flex Seal. It's all Flex Seal. Really? Yeah. It's completely Flex Seal. You yeah. Heard it here first <laughs> from Genevieve and Blue. You Penguin. can tell that dude is from uh, what is that Maryland? That Maryland accent, water. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He did say water like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this next one is going to take me right back to the... I uncovered an old photo of me recently like that I've <laughs> talked about probably on the show before. It's just like, it's the epitome of how I felt as a child in the 80s. I'm just like husky and just like no fashion sense at all. I'm just like wincing <laughs> at the camera with big ugly glasses. And I'm wearing a shirt that says hefty 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 on it oh this is a this is a glad garbage this is actually for glad so this is the competition yes i was actually looking for i feel like there were half a dozen garbage bag ads back in the 80s that were surrounded like were based on the premise that they could do something crazy right and i that could hold some amazing weight or something incredibly pointy that Mm -hmm. wouldn't puncture it but this one ended up being just my favorite, um, in part because of how it ends, which is super weird. But you just have a little kid at the top of a long set of kind of winding concrete stairs, and he's got a full garbage bag, and he kicks this garbage bag fully down these stairs for like, you know, a good two minutes, uh-huh. looks like. One of those commercials where you just want to kill the kid? Yes. Uh-huh. The garbage bag rolls to a stop at the bottom, un undamaged because mm-hmm. it's a glad garbage bag and then the world's oddest spokesman uh, arrives to congratulate the kid on not breaking the garbage bag here is the strongest garbage bag glad has ever made garbage bag is rolling garbage bag is rolling more rolling because the little shit doesn't want to pick it up. Exactly, he's lazy. You'll notice glad bags are strong, but a kind of abuse they'll take. So when you want to get your garbage to the curb, glad makes sure it gets there every time. With glad, is that God? I don't know. So the can you voiceover, just describe yeah. the person that you just saw who was doing the voiceover and then steps into frame? So the voiceover you heard the whole time is like you don't see you don't see the person talking, but then at the end when the bag gets to the ground. It's the same guy. It's the voice you've been hearing, but now suddenly we see him, and he's a tall white man. I'm going to put him in his probably like he looks older than he probably actually is because his hair is completely white, but I'm going to put him maybe in his early 60s, yep. and he's wearing an all-white suit, like white tie, white jacket, pants, shirt, all white. I don't know what you don't understand about an all-white suit, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> white shoes, and it looks a little bit like something from... um. From the uh, righteous gemstones, yes, sort of. it gives yeah. me that feeling. Yeah, it looks a little bit like a like kind of a, a preacher man. Wow! And the kid gives him this look. I want you to make this. The I will shot. make that oh. the show pick. And the kid is looking at him. That He's is like... <laughs> that is well. And then the kid and the 
godlike figure just walk off frame together and there's a lot of like jokes in the YouTube comments about like, well, that was the last that kid was ever <laughs> yeah, heard from. It's weird that they're holding hands as they walk away. No, I'm just making that part up. He's just got a really strange vibe. He and, really And it's does. such a weird choice. Very culty. In, in terms of his styling. Yeah, yeah. He does look like a cult leader. I wonder if it's like black garbage bag. It's actually a green garbage bag in this case. It looks like it's one of those garden style Maybe bags, it's like everything's clean like, and nice, yeah. but they really overshot and went from like clean and nice to scary and sterile yeah, and culty and culty yeah yeah oh i see this next one i think i remember this lots of good 90s gems in here the 90s was a real um smorgasbord of commercials where people put products to strange uh-huh. tests like i said i feel like there were a lot of garbage bag and vacuum cleaner ads that did that kind of thing uh-huh mattresses are also a big category for this Uh because there was a period in American mattress advertising that I guess it was like the advent of uh, memory foam basically or like the technology that allowed memory foam to exist and we suddenly went from the spring-based mattresses that like just a metal spring with some padding on it which has been like mattresses forever to this like brand new kind of mattress technology and the way and the selling point and the way that all of these um, mattress companies really wanted to to highlight the difference between a metal spring and a, and a foam mattress was it doesn't transfer motion. Like if mm-hmm. your partner rolls over, you're not going to feel it as much. Mm-hmm. So they came up with all these creative ways to do that. And the beauty rest version of that is they set up on the mattress... Um, a, a set of 10 pin bowling pins, you know, in, in classic bowling pin formation. Mm-hmm. And then they have a another scientist. This could have, this also show could have been about fake scientists. Yeah. Oh, that would be a good one. Let's doing doing that, fake yeah. science on products. I mean, it's like a um, far side card. <laughs> exactly. So they have a scientist stand above the the um, the mattress where the bowling pins are set up and drop a bowling ball right in front of them and then to see if they'll fall over. To demonstrate the unique Beautyrest mattress by Simmons, we're dropping the ball. On the competition, that is. Almost every other mattress made relies on linked springs, so when the person next to you moves, you get disturbed. But only Beautyrest uses individually pocketed coils to help assure you undisturbed sleep. No matter what's rolling around Bullshit. next to you, Beautyrest by Simmons, the Do Not Disturb mattress. Order your new Simmons. There's just no way that those pins are not secured in They're some secured way. In I mean, some way. that's yeah. ridiculous. I think they are. I love that though. That takes me back. Yeah, do you remember that also, one? Also, dropping the ball on our competition really? That's not a thing. That it's sounds. Like, that's dropping bad. Dropping the ball is bad. Like, and they didn't want to make it sound like. It's it's they should have changed it to be like our ball drop our our competition dropped the ball or something. It doesn't make sense. We're dropping the. We've ball. got the balls in yeah. our competition. <laughs> what did does we? It? What did we? We were looking for stones the other day. <laughs> we had to buy stones <laughs> at, at Home Depot or Lowe's for our little garden area. And we just kept saying, making jokes and like, let's saying, see if they've got the stones. Yeah. And what I was gonna ask, like a customer service person, do you have do you have the stones? <laughs> I can't remember how I was trying to phrase that. Uh, don't worry, I did not harass any employees at either one of those stores. Um, yeah, but that that's some that's some real bullshit there. But that's some real also like classic nineties. I remember that one so vividly. This other one is for Tempur Pedic, and this again, this is more you know again more the foam style mattress, and Tempur Pedic made a kind of like a. You can. They have made new ads that reference this old ad. Uh-huh. This is more of an infomercial style, so I'm going to have you sort of needle drop. I'm going to have you drop it mid ad, so you're not yeah. going to hear all of the like intro stuff. But basically, their gimmick became putting a glass of red wine on their their mattress. And then having people jump around on the mattress and see if it would upset the glass of wine. Oh yeah, I think I remember this too. Do you want to take a listen? Yeah. Tempur-Pedic doesn't transfer motion, you'll never disturb your partner. Look how this glass of red wine doesn't tip over, even when she jumps up and down. Try that with a metal spring mattress. Don't be fooled by imitators. Only the Tempur-Pedic mattress uses the revolutionary temper material originally developed by NASA. That was another thing. I would love to do a whole show about products that tout their association with NASA. Yeah. Is it, are people still doing that? I don't think it's as big a deal now. Um, 
Probably because red states don't believe in NASA. <laughs> um, who knows? Or FEMA. Or FEMA. Or or the CDC. Um, actually, they do believe in they FEMA. They love FEMA. They believe that FEMA is taking over or something. I don't know. I can't remember. So, Jeffy, that's the end of your list. But I am Look at this. Shocked. Look at all these things you've put in here. I am shocked. There are two real commercials that I think are like what were these in the canons of classic what you're talking about yeah. here the classic of what I'm talking about <laughs> I'm not good with the words <laughs> but I, I'm actually I am kind of shocked that you left two out and also there's a parody um, oh, I that see. I'm going to play for did you know can you guess what parody I'm thinking of I can't because I don't have that one queued up I'm just thinking to be clear of I knew I left a lot on, on the on the cutting room floor well, here I'm going to back into the one that I think actually set the stage for this that I bet you we have listeners who are maybe a slightly different generation than us who are throwing their phones right now because we are this missing this is not TBTL we don't do that on this no, show no stop just stop throwing your phone um, but anyway let me start with this one now this one is very much this is not an older generation this is definitely our generation 1980s Genevieve Crazy Glue oh yes the, all the stunts with Crazy Glue the one that I always remember is and I, I just looked this up on the fly I hope this is good audio but this is the one where a guy would put on a hard hat yes and they would glue the hard hat to a beam, I believe. But I was always like, how's it staying on his head, though? And then he wasn't he hanging on to the hat or something like that? That seems dangerous. And, and, well, the whole thing was dangerous and foolish, and they I think they hung him out over the city. Let's take a listen to this. Crazy glue, you dirty rat. Strong enough to hold this man suspended in midair. Right, Ma? Hmm. almost anything. A plastic knob. Wait a second. So it begins with exactly what I described. This guy, he's not suspended over a city is just in front of a white background but they do glue his hat to some sort of a beam and then suspend him and then he's hanging on to the hat but what is with that i thought it was a reagan imitation at first but is that it sounds like like you dirty rat that's jimmy cagney right yeah what is what's and then it and then it, the commercial slips into this fast talking of listing of things i'm gonna go back to the beginning so it begins with again this weird voiceover while they're gluing the helmet to the steel beam. Crazy glue, you dirty rat. Strong enough to hold this man suspended in midair. Right, Ma? Hmm. Dodge almost anything. A plastic knob, a plastic plug, a rubber boot, a metal brooch, a fishing rod, a cycle grip, model planes and model trains, a doorknob screw, a flashlight case, the broken trim on any car. And now Crazy Glue also comes in a no-drip, no-clog pen. The country's gone crazy. Crazy glue in tube or pen. At first, I thought we were being fooled by the internet, like somebody had remixed that commercial. But I guess that's reason, what they decided to do. I guess it was a choice. That is a strange choice for the voiceover. I wonder Does if anyone we're remember some... that that was the that was the audio for the crazy glue. I remember the that's image so of that so well. Maybe we're being tricked, but the fact that the voice came back at the end makes me think that that was the original commercial. That's really strange. Um, so that's one that I thought of right away, yeah. and I was like, okay, that's kind of our generation generation that's 70s and 80s but Genevieve I feel like this entire segment could be named after what I think is the product that potentially even came up with this or at least popularized this approach to advertising take a listen to this ladies and gentlemen a good evening to you this is John Cameron Swayze reporting to you live very much alive on this crisp autumn evening here in New York and tonight we're going to prove once more with a live demonstration that Timex waterproof watches are practically indestructible, really waterproof, and shock resistant. But first... Now he's going to talk for a little bit here about the beauty of the watch, but do you do you know the tagline oh, they're building course. up to? Oh, of course. Timex takes a lick and it keeps on keeps ticking. Keeps on ticking, right. I, you know, I just... It, I think it was outside of my frame of reference, not because the tagline was unfamiliar, but because... I didn't grow up with a bunch of ads where they show, like TV ads. Yeah. This now, is very old. This now, is from like the 50s. This is from the 50s, but it carried on into the 90s. And I'll Did show it? you some okay. some ones that we would have seen growing up too. But now this is like, this is from the 50s and they're, the commercial is a, like kind of a live commercial on a stage somewhere. I don't know what show this is from. And now this guy who identified himself, I didn't recognize the name. Now he is on the stage in a tank of water and he has a helper who's lowering an entire boat motor with a propeller into the water and they're attaching the Timex to the propeller. <laughs> demonstration. Now here you can see we've strapped a Timex 100 to the propeller of this motor. Let's immerse that motor in the tank, okay? 
We're going to rev it up any time now. I'm sure you'll agree with me, ladies and gentlemen. If that Timex comes through this torture test, it can I mean, it's just going just in a circle. Like, train. let it hit the motor, not tied yeah. to the motor. <laughs> then, then get back to me, Timex. Still, though, like for this era, to have a waterproof watch like this, which is like a nice-looking watch. Yeah. It doesn't look like a scuba watch. Uh, attached to something that is spinning at whatever sure. rate through the water, but no. still is going to be right. literally ticking at the end. Looks like it. Well, if that Timex comes through, as I said, it can stand up to anything that will happen in daily wear. Just look at that. Timex waterproof splashed through the water to the tune of 4,500 revolutions a minute. Yeah. I should have I included that video when, of when Tesla got sure that, uh, released that truck, and then they threw a ball bearing <laughs> at it. <laughs> Let's just give the tagline right here. Now, will you? Let's take a look. Yes, it's still ticking. Let me turn it around so you can get a look. It took the torture test. Still running perfectly. For only Timex, with its exclusive Z-conic movement, can take such a licking and keep on ticking. Now, that's the that's the phrase, right? And I feel like that's one of the most iconic catchphrases uh, in commercial history or in American commercial history. Um, and here was another one that I found. Now, this one is from 1979, if YouTube is to be believed, which it always is. Um, <laughs> and this one wasn't like this is supposedly a recreation of um, a, a real life story that somebody wrote in. And this is you're going to hear the voice of Carl Canterbury of Burlington, Iowa, and he wrote Timex a letter. And in this commercial, he is both reading the letter and he is recreating the circumstances that we are hearing him describe. Take a listen to this. I'm a long-haul trucker, driving 18-wheeler. About two years ago, while parking my rig on a new blacktop lot at a truck stop, I noticed what looked like a 50-cent piece embedded in the coating. Took my pocket knife and dug it out. Golly, an electric Timex. The watch was running, put on a new band, and it's been giving me good service ever since. Timex, it takes a licking and keeps on ticking. That's, That's pretty compelling, pretty isn't compelling. it? Right? Yeah, they re- I mean, I don't know if it's... They they make it look like they're showing him do that, I and mean, obviously mm-hmm. they reenact it, but it's really good. Yeah, it's a great ad, and of course a guy like that has a pocket knife. Um, and then what, how does a man live without a knife? That's isn't that is that your grandfather, or your father? Famously, my famously famously in my family, my great grandfather used to say that. Now that catchphrase continued through the '90s. This commercial is from 1991, and I'm going to call this. Not quite culturally sensitive. Oh, boy. In this one, we have two sumo wrestlers facing off. Sure. And then a man in a... Is this I'm a sure, white I'm sure lab this coat? Is a, I'm sure this, this is, is a... man a in a white lab coat. Thoughtful tribute to a, the art and and uh, sport of sumo. Look at this. It's And I'm sure they won't use any orientalized music. No. Right? <laughs> Not at all. Um, but here, here's your guy again, Genevieve. Uh, a white man in a white lab coat is taping... Timex watches. That's low-key the real theme of this episode. <laughs> to the bellies of these two sumo oh, wrestlers. Or maybe I remember just one. this. And then they smash together this. and they hit the floor together and then they check to see if the watch is still working. Timex, it takes a licking and keeps on ticking. It's amazing how different the style of watches here. Yeah. I like seeing that so much through more the eras. Like it's like a it's an eighties digital yeah. watch, which still it evokes some memories for me. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I I had to throw that in there because I feel like it takes a licking and keeps on ticking is like the theme of the show yeah. today. Um, but now, do you remember? And this would have been before our SNL time too. But it was a classic SNL skit. Uh, can you guess what I'm thinking of when I think it was a car commercial? Boy, I can't think of it. About a smooth ride? I don't remember. Let me see if I can find this here on the fly. Introducing the 1978 Royal Deluxe 2. A luxury name and a luxury ride at a middle-range price. Impossible? We've come to Temple Beth Shalom in Little Neck, New York, and asked Rabbi Mayor Teplitz to circumcise eight-day-old Benjamin Cantor while riding in the backseat of the elegant Royal Deluxe 2. Performing circumcision is a demanding <laughs> It requires a sure hand and a steady cutting surface. 
show you that our ride is possibly the finest, smoothest in the world, we deliberately picked this road because of its rough, uneven surface. This is an actual demonstration. Our speed, 40 miles an hour. The stylish Royal Deluxe 2 rides smooth because we build it The look right. that Garrett Morris gives from the driver's seat is so funny. Rack pinion steering to ensure outstanding roadability and control. And every new stylish Royal Deluxe 2 offers a standard equipment, power front disc brakes. <laughs> Perfect. You may never have to perform a circumcision in the Royal Deluxe 2, but if you do, we're sure you'll agree with Rabbi Deflin. Had you seen that before? This might have just oh, yeah. been on a cassette or like a VHS that we had. It wasn't. It's not one that like that I remembered vividly, but I do mm-hmm. remember seeing it. Yeah, I think that's how I learned what a circumcision is. Uh, that probably really stuck with you. <laughs> yeah, it certainly. Did. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. Let's start with something that uh, listener Bobby sent in. Um, this is something that came to his attention from a colleague that he has in the orchestra world. You know Infinity, the car, sure. right? Yeah, I mean, I, I can't They're, picture it. kind of fancy. I'm car blind. Well, Infinity did an ad uh, in which they featured a youth orchestra um, playing, what is that, uh, Zarathustra uh Zarathustra spake is that the dun, 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 you know 2001 oh, okay. yeah 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 okay uh, it's like, like the popular name anyway mm-hmm. you have a woman sitting in her infinity in a mm-hmm. kind of a chamber music hall she's surrounded by a youth orchestra they're playing a very uh, poorly executed version of that song mm. and as they're playing it she rolls up her window and we see from inside the car that the music is quite muted. Okay. So it's like, you know, you're in a you're in yeah. an infinity, it's like a real sound blocker. You want me to play it? Go ahead and play okay. it. Okay. Now we're getting like all these beauty shots of the, you know, interior and exterior of the car. They're showing the kids playing their instruments to the best of their ability. But you can hear it's like not the best. She's rolling up her window and putting her seat back. Introducing the all new Infinity QX60. Take on life in style. So at the end, you see that she's driving her daughter home, who's presumably one of the players in this orchestra, but. What was the scenario? I mean, I guess it's just a flight of fancy, yes, right? The car is in the middle of yes. a, a performance space, and everybody's performing around the car. Like, just go get a cup of coffee. Yeah, and don't drive back. into the performance space. That's right. just rude. Exactly. It feels like that's on you. Okay, but okay. If the point is the car blocks out sound, sure. But uh, <laughs> youth orchestras of America, not fans. Felt like it was a real diss on youth orchestras. Huh. And so the Well, some youth orchestra <laughs> got paid or some youth magician musicians Who and knows? magicians and got magicians. paid. Yeah. I would love to see some youth magicians get paid. <laughs> um so this New Brunswick Youth Orchestra uh recorded this There's a New Brunswick? There's a New Brunswick. They recorded this uh re- this uh clapback, if you will. And will it be self explained if I just hit play? Um we pull up you see a car pulling up, it's not an infinity. You see a car pulling up outside of um some co- concert hall mm-hmm. and a man gets out and kind of sets the scene and says basically that, you know, that Nissan didn't uh didn't go didn't bother to find a good youth orchestra. So obviously the joke is that they didn't find a good mm-hmm. youth orchestra. Right, right. He also mispronounces Nissan, which it's unclear to me if it's intentional or not. But it, well, either way, it is such a sick burn. Pretty good burn. It's a, such a great burn. Have you seen the new Nissan Infinity ad? Can you imagine a big company like that couldn't find a youth orchestra to play the music? They should have called us the New Brunswick Youth Orchestra. Now we get to see the youth orchestra. And they're hella good. The New Brunswick Youth Orchestra has an infinity of young talent. And infinity. More than a thousand children and youth, uh, 15 orchestras. Also, the sound mix on this Any is terrible. The, the music job. is so much louder than the guy. 
They're youth orchestras, not sound mixers, Andrew. In our experience, you know, it's all a youth kids sound have mixer. And can shine on any stage, anywhere. Now the set youth sound mixers of America are going to have to clap back on this. <laughs> Good. An infinity of young talent. That is a terrible So they just life. jumped on this to make like a viral video. Yeah. Um, to kind of highlight, I mean, it's good. Let's see, what year was this? Was this like early two thousands when, um, or is this relatively new? I have no idea. I can't tell. I can't huh. tell. Um, but I do. I appreciate Bobby you sending that. It, I love a good. I got. I love a good slap fight anytime. Um, oh yeah, you know what? This is brand new. This had such a, like a two thousand four feel to me. <laughs> um, but this is this is the commercial for the Infinity is a two thousand two Infinity. So this or two two things two thousand twenty two. What did I say? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, two thousand twenty two Infinity. So this uh, this both of these are brand new. I was looking at the comments. And I saw that they were like people are just commenting like a few days ago on this. Huh? Interesting. Well, I'm gonna forever pronounce it Nissan. It's not one of those things where that's like the proper pronunciation if you speak Japanese or something along those lines and he's like Well Nissan in their own ads refers to it as Nissan. You know what? I take it back. I mean I take back everything I've said on the show (laughs) ever. It's jingle time. Hi, this is Amanda from near Atlanta, Georgia. My pronouns are she, her, they, them. And I've got a jingle for you. We thin something like a cracker, but more like a snack. Just for you snackers, crunchy delight. Something like a cracker, but with more snack bite. Well, they're thin and square in there. Light as air in there. Honest to goodness, great snackers. We thin just for you snackers. <laughs> something like a cracker, but... More like a snack. Bye. <laughs> was that I, good or what? That was great. I yes. think I remember that. Oh, now. I do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would never have thought of it if Amanda hadn't hadn't sung it. So thank you, Amanda. Fantastic work. Yeah, I need to you ask hit you a personal all of, question. I love how you hit the like all of the little pauses that are in that song. Now this person is from outside Atlanta. Is this somebody that you know personally by any chance? I don't think so. Really? I, the name doesn't. I mean, I. I guess I know some Amandas, but I can't think of anyone. We've just been such a small podcast. I always assume that, that if anybody's calling in from <laughs> Cleveland or Atlanta, it's a childhood pal. Amanda, if we're childhood pals and I'm just forgetting, please let me know. <laughs> All right, I let's apologize. take a listen to the original one. According to YouTube, this is a 1987 commercial. We thins, something like a crackle butt. More like a snack. Oh, there, thin square in there. Light as air in there. Honest to goodness, it's matters. Yeah, it's got a did mime. She, did Amanda hit the like all of the pauses perfectly? Yeah, perfectly. It was so good. Yes, an acapella, no less. I, I, do you feel like there was a time when there were more mimes in commercials? Yes, and I would love to do a mime heavy show because we have people walking through the park. Yes, and again, this is one of those things that's like '80s. We can feel it's very late '80s, kind of bleeding into that. There was 90s. always somehow a mime there to like engage with the person who just shampooed their hair or whatever. Yeah, and in this case, like you see a man and a woman, they're not together. It's just various shots of them each. In their own world, enjoying um, this snack out in public. And then, for some reason, it's intercut with shots of a mime pretending to eat that snack. And then rubbing his little mime, mime belly. <laughs> mime belly. I mean, weirdly, he wasn't miming that. He was actually rubbing his belly, which I don't know if that breaks the <laughs> rules or not. Um, yeah, but interesting decision to to keep a, a mime in there. Yeah, it was. A, I do think there was a time when... Somehow cityscapes always had mimes in them. Do you think, I'm being serious here, do you think there's some sort of psychological thing they were going for where like wheat thins, they're like thin, they're almost not there, they're low calorie, it's like a mime, is. it's almost like you're not eating something heavy? I don't know. That sounds like a great paper for your graduate school. <laughs> Still working degree. on my Cherry Three Thousand yeah. paper. All right, let's hear another jingle here. Now, I love this one. I I haven't listened all the way through, but I just heard the very beginning of it, and it sounds like so this someone is someone who was jingling under duress. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this sounds like yeah. This is somebody who might not even really listen to this show. Hi, Andrew and Genevieve. My boyfriend told me I should send this to you. <laughs> Uh, 
my name is Jennifer. Uh, we I live in uh, Miami Beach, and I was remembering a an old roofing commercial um, from my hometown in Southern Illinois. So I'm not sure if it was an Illinois one or just Southern Illinois, but it went like this: For a hole in your roof, for a whole new roof, Frederick's Roofing. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I love the local ones because we would never know because you would never hear it otherwise, right? Like yeah. it's it's so it's this little time capsule and this little wormhole to like, you know, I don't know however long ago, twenty years ago in in uh, was that Michigan where she was from? They were calling from Florida. I, I know, can't remember but, where she said she was from, but yeah. but where the Fredericks roofing is from. But I love that little little time travel, and I also love the slogan for yes. a hole in your roof or a whole new roof. It's perfect. It's I was so going to say that too. I absolutely love it. Frederick Roofing is a leader in the roofing industry with 58 consecutive years of quality and service in the St. Louis area. Oh, St. The Louis, professionals at Frederick handle all types of roofing, industrial, commercial, or residential. Frederick can easily evaluate your roofing needs with an on-the-roof survey. Call Gene or Bob Frederick today at 645-2000. For a hole in your roof or a whole new roof, Frederick Roofing, Frederick Roofing, 645-2000. I also God love the voiceover at the end. bless it. I love She's it. She's so sexy. I know. And I like the instrumentation. Frederick Roofing. Just like, a, is that a ukulele? It sounds or, like a ukulele. Yeah. yeah I, or like a teeny guitar, maybe. It's so great. It's so local. This is why we play the game. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. Genevieve, the Mariners have been playing this whole time. I don't know who won the game. Uh-oh. We have to get out of here. We're going to get out of here. Please tune in next week, uh, even if you didn't this week, because... Um, <laughs> Wait, how does that work? <laughs> no, we have a jingle that I am so excited to share with everybody. Andrew, Those two were amazing. And, that, and that's how good this next one is. All right. Um, if you've got an amazing jingle, uh, call us at 607-444-5597. Uh, that's 607-444-5597. Email us at after these messages show at gmail. Uh, or call us or, or you can call us what I already which I already told you to do, or you can go to the Facebook group. <laughs> which is called <laughs> Facebook. Facebook.com. <laughs> <laughs> and then look for after these messages. All right, everybody, we'll talk to you next week. Anyway.